Welcome to Ikoi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. This morning, the Lord is asking us a very important question. I know it is two days to Christmas, and I know that many of us would expect to hear a message that goes along with the story of Christmas or the event of the birth of Jesus. But this morning, the Lord will want to remind us and ask us the same questions or the same question he asked Peter. Do you love me more than this? The Lord will want to know and he will want us to check our lives to see if there are things competing for Jesus in our lives. What are those things in our lives that compete for the attention of Jesus? Looking from the beginning of this year to this point that the Lord has brought us into, that we have to come and sit down and celebrate the birth of Jesus. The Lord wants to see, he wants us to see how far have you fared in your walk with me and in your relationship with me. This text is one of the post-resurrection appearances which confirms that Jesus Christ was born which also helps us to believe that he was here on earth. He was born, he lived on earth, and he died, and he resurrected. And so after his resurrection, he appeared to his disciples. So for better understanding of the event of uh, Jesus and the disciples, particularly Peter, it would be good for us to look at the relationship that had existed between Jesus and Peter which led to Jesus asking him this very important question. And it will also be very nice for us to look at the relationship that has existed between us and Jesus, to consider from where Jesus brought us, how we started. Let us look back to our life. How did we start? How did we start this year? From where did Jesus bring us to this point? And how much do we love him? Let's look at the relationship of Jesus and Peter, and how much investment Jesus had made on the life of Peter. Number one, Jesus picked Peter out of his frustration and brought a turnaround in his business and his fruitless effort. If you look at the book of Luke chapter 5, from verse 1 to verse 10, you'll discover that there was a particular day that our brother Peter was fishing with his friends And the Bible says they toiled and toiled and toiled all night and they caught nothing. And Jesus came to the scene and Jesus saw that he had toiled, but Jesus wanted to make use of his boat. So Jesus used his boat and after he had finished using his boat, Jesus said, throw the net back into the sea. And Peter said, sir, we have toiled all night. We have not caught anything, but that's your word. I'm going to obey you. And when he obeyed, what happened? He caught so much. So the man that had walked through the night, the man that had toyed and toyed and didn't catch anything, the moment Jesus came to the scene, Jesus made something happen that day. In other words, his fruitlessness became fruitfulness. His dejection, there was assurance. The man that thought he was going to go home empty, Jesus Christ didn't allow that to happen because he came into the scene. And so there was something that Jesus had done in his life which was very important at that time. So if I look at my life today, and if you look at your life today, you can say where God has brought you from. Many of us, we we are like Peter, we were like Peter. And actually this morning, 
maybe we'll do a change of name for this brief minute of, of yes, this few minutes of this ministration. That all of us, our names will become Peter. Whether you're a woman or a man. Pardon me this morning. Let me just call all of us Peter. So we all are Peter for this moment. So many of us will like Peter. Jesus brought us from lowly places and made something out of our terrible situations. And he's asking us today, from that situation where I brought you from, from that thing which you didn't have, but you now have so much, has that thing consumed your mind? Do you love me more than this thing that I've done to you or for you? As those, have those things taken your attention from me? Do you really love me? That's the first thing. The first experience that we'll see, encounter that Jesus would, would actually, like there was a, 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 something, an impactful encounter that Jesus had with, with Peter. Number two, now from that encounter, Jesus gave him a new and bigger assignment. In verse 10b, Jesus told Peter, I mean John chapter 5, um, yeah, Luke chapter 5 verse 10b, Jesus told Peter, you will no longer catch fish. But you will do what? You will catch men. So the man that was uh, catching fish, Jesus had commissioned him a bigger assignment and gave him a meaningful assignment. He had made him so important to the point that he would be doing the same work that Jesus was doing. So a common fisherman was called to become a fisher of men who was now following Jesus Christ. God who became man. So Jesus commissioned him to follow him, to become one of his disciples, who will carry out the purpose and his assignment. Just like some of us, Peter's this morning, who had not, nothing serious doing before. We look at your life, how you started. Or not, not, some of us didn't have a, really, a, a very important source of income. But Jesus decided to make something out of our nothingness. And he's asking us today, now that I've brought you this far, do you love me? more than this. Number three, Jesus became so close to Jesus. Sorry, Peter became so close to Jesus that he was, we can say he was the head of the disciples. You know that many times he was the outspoken one. He was the one that will, that will, that will say whatever was important to be said. He was one of the inner caucus. There were three of them, Peter, James, and John. If you look at Mark chapter 5 verse 37, please give us Mark 5 37. Mark 5.37, when Jesus was going to heal the daughter of Jairus, the Bible says he did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of, of James. So they were the ones that were very close to Jesus. And you know there were so many events that Jesus brought, only the three of them, only the three of them. And you find the name Peter, number one, James and John. Peter, James, and John. This man was far away, but not Jesus had brought him. To be very close to him. To be very close to him. To be very close to him. So, Jesus is asking. When Jesus was asking that question, it was a very important question. To some of us today, God has made you the head amongst your equal. He has given you a platform to lead others. That was, that was not how you started, but for his grace. And so the question he's asking you today is from where I've carried you. And to where I've taken you, I've brought you to. Have you allowed that situation to consume you to the point that you have forgotten me? Do you love me the more, than, more than this situation or this position that you are holding? Number four, Peter's relationship with Jesus was so intimate that heaven gave Peter a revelation of who Jesus 
is Matthew 16, 13 to 20. You know, when Jesus was asking, who do men say that I am? And everybody was saying, you are Elijah. You are one of the prophets. He said, what about you? What do you say? Who do you say I am? Peter, by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, it is not flesh, it is not blood that has revealed this to you, but it is my Father in heaven. And he said, you are Jesus, the Son of the living God. And you are the Christ. You know, that was, Jesus said, Upon this, upon this revelation that anyone who will profess, that make the same profession like Peter, becomes a child of God. And that is where the church was founded, upon the profession. So we are called the church upon the profession that Peter made of Jesus being the Lord. Having a personal revelation about Jesus. Let's look at all of this that God had given Peter the opportunity to have. And look at all of that which God has given you the opportunity to have. The personal revelation that many of us have had about Jesus Christ. You've had unforgettable experiences of him. Jesus is asking you today, what is competing with attention, your attention for me? Is there something that you are doing that is not making you to focus on me? And if you look around us and look at our society today, Christmas is coming. It's two days to Christmas. There's a lot going on. People are running up and down. They are going, doing this and that. The question is, do we really love Jesus? More than the buying, more than the selling, more than the feasting, more than the eating, more than all of those things we are doing. Is the focus really on Jesus or upon ourselves? Do you love me more than all of this? Number five, the relationship that Jesus had with Peter was so close that Jesus ministered to his immediate family. When his mother-in-law was ill, in Matthew 8, 14 to 15, Jesus took the time out of his busy schedule to visit the home of Peter's mother-in-law. And the Bible says Jesus ministered to her and made sure that was, she was okay. It was, an, it, was, it, was, it was to show how important Peter was, how Jesus cared for him. So the point that he knew that his mother-in-law being sick was possible to cause a distraction for him. And what did Jesus do? Jesus went to the house of the mother-in-law and he paid attention to the little things that bothered his disciple, Peter. And the woman became well. Many of you have received the healings from diverse sicknesses through the power of Jesus Christ. After that healing, what has happened to your relationship with Jesus? Do you still love him? So deeply, so committedly, what is standing in your way? What is standing in, in your way of, of, of relating with Jesus and committing yourself to him the way you ought to? Number six, Jesus was very close to, Peter was very close to Jesus to the point that when the devil was about to tempt Peter, Jesus said, I have done what? I have prayed for you. Jesus was watching over his life, watching over his soul. To the point that Jesus knew when something was going to happen and he said, I've prayed for you. In other words, Peter was important to Jesus and he would not let him go. So Jesus said, I have prayed for you. He spent time praying for Peter. Just like many of us have enjoyed the protection of Jesus in dark times, in rough places, because of his grace. He has seen us through and he's seen us through. And he's asking us today, do you love me more than this? Number seven, during the critical moment of Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane, God gave Peter the opportunity to be there. You know, Jesus Christ was troubled, Matthew 26, 
I want us to read 36 and 37. Jesus took his disciples to the garden to go and pray with him. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. Then look at that. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. So he he left the disciples, the twelve, in one place. But he took these three two further. He took them to a separate place to go and pray with him. So in that moment where Jesus was very weak, where Jesus was really raw emotionally, Peter was there. So he saw Jesus. When he was crying, when he was, when he was, when he was troubled, Peter was there. What else would you want for someone? How, how well would you have thought that the relationship of, of Jesus and Peter be before he would, he would be so much committed to Jesus to the point of not looking back at all? So this takes us back to our text, our text today. John 20, um, 21 from verse 1. To verse 17. Verse 1. The Bible says, after Jesus, afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples. He had appeared before, then Thomas was not there. So he had to appear again the second time, then Thomas was there. And so this was the third appearance, according to verse 14. This was the third appearance that Jesus was making to the disciples. And in verse 3, G- uh, Peter was the one that made the move. He said, I'm going out to fish. Simon Peter told them, and they said, we will go with you. So he was the leader. He was the one that turned the attention of the people, of the other disciples, to fish. He was the one that made the move, that Jesus is, was, has died and has resurrected, and he has appeared to us. Well, but we, are, we don't know what's going to happen. And I cannot sit here without being sure of what will happen. So, Mio, I'm going to fish. And because you know he had, he had, he had a role, he was outspoken. He was very close to Jesus. He was a leader amongst the others. So what did they do? They said, uh, we, we will go with you. And so they also followed Peter. The others followed Peter. And in verse 4 to verse 6, Verse 4 to verse 6. Jesus Christ. The Bible says he stood on the shore. But the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus was with them. He was watching over their lives. He was concerned about them. Though they thought Jesus had forgotten them after his death, after his resurrection. They didn't know what, what was going to happen. They had forgotten all he had promised them. And so... They were, they, were, they were engrossed in what they were doing. They were concerned about the now and how to take care of the now. But Jesus was watching over their soul. And Jesus was asking them, do you really love me? And in verse 5, he called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? Now, when I got to that point, I began to think to myself, look at these guys. The same thing that happened, especially Peter, had he forgotten that he had, he had done this thing before? That it was Jesus that saved him at one point, that helped him to bring fruit, to bring results from this venture. Yet, he was going back to that thing. He was going back to him, to it. Jesus was out watching over them. And they said, no, we don't have anything. No, we don't have anything. And verse 6, Jesus said, throw your nets on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. 
And when they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. In other words, what Jesus did before, he can do it again. If their problem was food, Jesus was ready to provide food for them. If that fear that had made them not to concentrate on Jesus was because they were not sure if the food would be available, Jesus was telling them, although they had not realized it, Jesus was telling them, this food that you need, I can provide as much as you need. And so Jesus told them, throw your nets. And the Bible says they threw their nets and they caught so much that they couldn't even pull it. And then that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Peter was so engrossed in what he was doing, he could not, he could not identify his Lord. He couldn't identify the, the face of his Lord. He could not identify the voice of his Lord. So even if Jesus was not close enough for him to, to be able to identify his face, was it not, was it not possible for him to identify Jesus' voice? If somebody has stayed with you for one year, will it be hard for you to identify the person's voice, even if you cannot see his face? Our pastor has been here for one year. If you, if you are, if you are at, at the bank in Falomo, in one of the banks, and you hear the voice of your pastor, will you not be able to, will you not be able to re- recognize? Once you look back to say, is the, is the pastor here? Won't you? So Peter had spent three years with Jesus. Day and night, he was with Jesus. But at this point, he did not recognize Jesus. Why? Because he was engrossed in that fishing business. He was engrossed in that, that mundane thing that was not going to last long. He was engrossed. Just like many of us have become engrossed in so much to the point that our love for Jesus is being questioned or can be questioned. And so, Jesus Christ, though he was with them, Peter didn't recognize. Now look at what happened. When the man said, it is the Lord. And as soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, what did he do? What did he do? He wrapped his outer garment around him. That means, what had Peter done to his outer garment? Brother Peter had done what? He had removed, removed everything. He had, he had let, let loose his guard. He was no longer wearing the garment of a minister, of a disciple. He had become, he had gone back to where he used to be. He was wearing the garment of who? Of a fisherman. And so he was so ashamed of himself that he quickly took his garments and, and, and he jumped into where? He jumped into the water. I want you to picture that. Quickly, eh? That's, that's, that's master. He took his garment, wrapped it around himself and jumped so that the man would not see him until he would get out of the water. He was engrossed in the now. That was brother Peter. And the other disciples followed in the boat. They were towing. So, Peter, me, I'm going. He was going to look for a way of escape. Okay, so he looked for a way of escape and he left the others. But they went after Jesus. They went after Jesus because they knew they had to go after Jesus. They went after Jesus. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net, full of fish, 
for, they were not far from shore about a hundred years. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Now, I want us to, to, to picture this as they, were, as they were going together. I, I want us to picture the discussion as they were going to meet Jesus. As they were going to meet Jesus. Maybe one of them will be saying, Peter, you caused this. You were the one that said we should go. Uh, and, and Peter will say, uh, did I force you? Did I force you? Did I force you? Won't we, you think we'll just sit down there, we'll know it. Okay, so anyway, they went and they met Jesus. And you know, I love Jesus. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. And I imagine Peter giving them a side look and saying, you see now, he's even asking from the fish. You know, man must work now. You have to, you think this Jesus is wicked. He can understand. He's a man like us. I mean, he can understand. He can understand. Why won't we take care of ourselves? So Jesus made sure that they finished eating. Bible says he served them himself. He gave them. Is it fish you want? Take. Eat it. Is it money you want? Take. Have it. Is it cloth? Take. Is it relationship? Take. Is it contract? Have it. Whatever it is, take it. Is that not what is, is, is dividing your attention from me? I will give you. So Peter, Peter and, and the disciples, they were, they were eating. And I'm sure they were looking at one another. You see now? He is able to feel, he is able to understand. Just like you are receiving God's blessings and you are thinking to yourself, if, if Jesus doesn't have hand in this one, I won't be as blessed. But you know that your relationship with Jesus is not what it should be. So, after that, Jesus began to question them. He, he began to question them. Particularly Peter, verse 15. After they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, he called him, called his father's name. You know what it means when they call your full name? That means uh, they need your attention. Do you love me more than this? That this, what, what was Jesus referring to? More than this fish. Do you love me more than this fish? And enthusiastically, I imagine Peter saying, ah, <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. If you were Jesus, someone that had been with you for three years, now has left, turned back to go back to where you picked him from. And now you're asking, do you love me? And say, yes, Lord. <laughs> you know that I love you. How would you have felt? Jesus said, feed my lambs. But he needed to ask him the second time. He said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? Maybe now his, his voice was coming down. Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Then the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? The Bible says, Peter was what? He was hot. It clicked to him that this man is trying to tell me something about my love for him. It clicked. Ah! He was hot. Because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, now. He was leaving it to Jesus. He said, Lord, you do what? You do what? 
you know all things. You know me inside and outside. So even if I'm saying that, yes, Lord, I love you, you know all things. You know that I love you. His love for Jesus was being questioned. How is your love for Jesus? Is it being questioned? Christmas is coming. There's excitement in the air. But what was the reason for Jesus' coming? How did it come in the flesh? Or why did it come in the flesh? The Bible says he came to save his people from what? From their sins. So the reason he came was so that he, he, he can die or he could die for our sin. And he has died for your sin to prove that he has loved you with an everlasting love. That nothing can change his love for you. His love is constant. His love is ever sure. But he's asking you, do you love me? More than those things that distract you. Do you love me? More than, more than your relationships. Do you love me? More than those contracts that, 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 make, that make you to dip your hand in the things you should not dip your hand. Do you love me? To the point that you want to obey my command. You want to do the things that please me, even if, it is, if, if those things do not please your friends. Do you love me? That when it is raining or shining, when it is easy or tough, you will follow me. You will talk about my name. You will profess my name. Do you love me? That when I said, pay your tithes, you pay your tithes. When I said, take care of others, you take care of others. When I said, love your wife, you love your wife. How, how well, how much do you love me? Is he calling my love for him to question? Is he calling your love for him to question? If you look from January to December, what are those things that you have done that you know that if Jesus should call you today, you won't be able to say enthusiastically like Peter, Lord, you know that I love you. The matter of love or the issue of love is a very important matter, issue. Love is important. And even Jesus, Jesus Christ, wants our love because he first gave us love. And so we must reciprocate his love. And so he's asking you this day, how well do you love me? How much do you love me? What are those things you are doing to show that you love me? What are those things you have done to show that you do not love me? But you know, one good thing about Jesus was that in spite of what Peter had done, Jesus still committed the other disciples to who? To who? To Peter. He committed them to him. What was Jesus trying to say? He was trying to say that I know that there is some that good can come from you. I know that you need more. You need the Holy Spirit. I know that I can, I, if I give you what you need, all that you need, you'll be, you will be who I wanted to. I'm not giving up on you totally. And you know, did Peter become a great man of God? Did Peter serve Jesus? Did Peter even lay his, his own life down because of the name of Jesus? To prove that when he had that encounter with Jesus, it was a turning point in his life. 
And so Jesus is saying to somebody this morning, does not matter the disappointment, how much you have disappointed me. I'm still willing to do what? To commit other assignments unto you. I'm still willing to give you another chance. I'm still willing to allow you to serve me. I'm still willing to take you back. I'm still willing to take you back. He's still willing to take us back. All you have to do is to tell him, Lord, you know all things. I'm not going to struggle with you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be enthusiastic about my, myself as if I'm clean. But I'm coming to surrender myself to you because you know me inside out. And I will allow you to take hold of my life. And you do that what you want to do with my life. And you make me become what you want me to become. Can you please bow your head this morning? We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org.